0: You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices, which is great because anytime I have uh, an incredible person to speak with, we also archive those through the Good Company podcast. And I am so excited. I feel like this is a blast from the past. Janelle Reinhart is joining me. Janelle, how's it going?
1: Going so good, Holly. I'm so excited to be talking with you again. I feel like they pulled me out of retirement for this thing, but uh, it is so great.
0: So Janelle and I kind of, I feel like we started in the scenes, you on the music side, me on the radio side, roughly Mm -hmm. the same time, about 20 years Mm -hmm. ago, if you can believe it. And Janelle, one of my first like memories of like, oh my gosh, I love the Reinhardt family, um, was when your son Eric was doing sound checks with you guys and he was like
1: five and now he's like 20 and it makes me feel ancient. (laughs) I feel you. I'm like, how do I even have a 20-year-old? Because now, I mean, I have eight children. So we have like a 20-year-old and then we have like a girl that's 15 and then seven boys total. And our youngest is seven months. Oh So it's really crazy. Mad
0: respect. I can't even handle
1: two. it's easier. I know I sound crazy when I say that, but it does. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's, that's what they say, but you know what? I'll just take your word for it because I'm getting up in age and I've, I've tapped out. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But you had an incredible experience just the other day, and I was following you on Instagram, and it just seemed like the whole... like your life in full circle because you had the chance Mm -hmm. to be a part of the pre-program for the papal visit in Edmonton at Commonwealth Stadium. Let's just Mm -hmm. start there first because I also have a lot of other questions just about uh, the Pope in general. I I grew up in an evangelical home and church and so this is kind of weird and not weird but just like uncharted territory for me. So Mm -hmm. first of all, how was it being in the Commonwealth with
1: your kids and you're all performing? It was such an amazing grace, like just a real gift. Um, I honestly, the past few years, I have been just kind of passing the baton off to Eric and Monique, who are almost 20 and our 15 year old who have been leading worship and writing their own songs. And so I, Jason and I have just been doing like a support role, just helping them kind of launch. And honestly, I, I hadn't sung at a gathering in like almost four years because I've been, I had a baby and, you know, like mm-hmm. just happy at home with my chickens, honestly. <laughs> and um, then all of a sudden, my friend Pedro calls me up and he's like, hey, um, we're coming to Edmonton with a papal visit and we need somebody that's bilingual and, and we need an MC and a, a performer for the pre-program, would you accept? And so I was like whoa and it was like two weeks out from the event so Mm -hmm. they didn't give us a ton of a heads up but that's kind of classic for this particular visit um usually it takes two years to prepare for a papal visit but the pope announced in march that he wanted to come and the canadian team had four months to put it together wow so it was kind of um last minute for everybody so we accepted the challenge and we um worked with the canadian um team of of the prep for for his visit and you know amazingly and almost miraculously, I think everybody pulled it off. (laughs) (laughs) But it was kind of a wild ride, and like I said, I felt like I I got pulled out of retirement for it, Um, but it was great that we were able to, uh, my son Eric was able to play a song as well, and um, yeah, it just felt good to be back home on the stage again. It was just really, really kind of crazy and just awesome to be able to to just minister again. Um, One of the main things that Pedro said was, he said, you know, this is, this is not a party. This is a solemn, uh, you know, celebration to to invite people on the journey to walk together towards reconciliation and forgiveness. And he says, the main thing that we want to come across is that Jesus is the healer. It's not the Pope's, you know, visit that's going to, you know, fix all this. He said, only Jesus can do this. And we need you to, you know, really reflect that in the way that you sing and that you speak. Um, and so I said, that I can do. Mm. So we, uh, we did our best to, to represent um, that way.
0: Yeah. And this this event, the papal visit to Canada, uh, I mean, you said it happened really quickly. They didn't have a lot of time to prepare. And also, this is kind of a
1: unique visit, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. So, um, you know, if if you remember Pope John Paul II, um, his papacy was kind of characterized by him wanting to travel and visit the people. You know, he just mm-hmm. traveled a lot. And um, he was notorious for his World Youth Days, which were huge, like millions of, of young people would gather every other year uh, to just celebrate World Youth Day with with the Pope. And so um, this particular pope pope francis his heart is really his mission is really to to be close to the poor and so his visits primarily have been to third world countries and places where the pope or a pope has never been before so for him to want to come to canada which is a first world country where we've already had you know pope john paul ii come three times so this is the fourth papal visit to canada um is kind of like an anomaly altogether um and but it really really shows just the intention that the Pope had and the willingness to really walk the walk and to come and to be with those who were hurting here, our Indigenous brothers and sisters. And so, you know, I thought that was a really beautiful, um, you know, it's a beautiful act on his part. And I mean, everybody is pretty much aware that, including the Pope and, and, you know, the bishops in Canada, I mean, this is not going to fix everything, but... It's a huge effort on the Pope's part. I mean, he's like 85 years old. His knees are giving out. Um, it's a, I don't know if you've looked at his schedule, but it's kind of intense for anyone, never mind an elderly gentleman. So um, he's really making a big effort here. And a papal visit is not just an easy thing. I mean, he's a head of state, so he's like a prime minister mm-hmm. of Vatican State, and he's a religious leader. So just everything that comes with that from security to um just the just yeah all the details is just a lot so it it just really showed um his love and his his desire to come and really show that the church wants to be reconciled and we want to walk together on the path of healing um, mm-hmm. however that looks because it's unfolding as we speak.
0: Yeah it's a, a very fluid situation and it's so devastating just hearing the stories mm-hmm. of the pain, the loss the generational trauma um, mm-hmm. that has happened by families Absolutely. simply being separated and mm-hmm. you know you talk about the third world countries are the ones he typically visits, and yet our indigenous people are still very much in almost a third world state. Some of the Mm -hmm. communities don't even have water. So for me, it's a big eye opener as to the state and condition in which a whole peoples is subjected to. And mm-hmm. it's it's devastating, and you think, well, how can we move ahead? How can we um, have mm-hmm. healing and forgiveness and reconciliation? What were some of your takeaways from the event? And and uh, do you, I mean you, I know you can't tell the future; you're not God. Um, <laughs> but do you think that this will be a meaningful step for um, one that uh, will continue the process of reconciliation? Because it is very much a process.
1: Absolutely. It's a process. I mean, I think it's safe to say that suffering is part of the human experience. Some of us suffer more than others. And, um, you know, this has been an incredible suffering and it's not just a suffering for, you know, one generation, this is an intergenerational suffering. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to say that, you know, the Pope showing up is going to make it all better is, is ignorant. You know, that's not the case. And the church understands that well. Um, And so The only thing that we can do now as we move forward is to just say, we are walking with you. We are are going to accompany you towards healing and do everything that we can to help you. Um, and so that I think has been a really beautiful, holy work. And, and I know it's been very controversial and, and there's, you know, lots of things at play here and the layers run deep, but at the same time, I think the Lord asks us to just do what we can and to start with one person, to start with one act, to start with, with whatever that we can do in whatever capacity that we can. And so the church is very much trying to do that. And I think the papal visit is a beautiful act is it the last act? Absolutely not. I can tell you from speaking with several bishops and priests um, that are on the ground working in these, um, you know, reserves or with these Indigenous people in different churches across Canada, that they really are working hard to help um, people overcome the, you know, the, the manifestation of the traumas in their daily lives. You know, all of us, when we suffer trauma, they manifest in our lives in different ways. And so the Lord is the one that heals and we can help people have the tools to move forward because of what the church, you know, has, you know, that, you know, God has granted through the church and has granted through just Christianity and the, and the scriptures and, and all that sort of stuff, as well as, you know, counseling and, and lots of tools that we now have available. So we're doing, I think what we can. And I think this, this visit that the Pope brought was a penitential pilgrimage. That's what he called it in his words. And, um, you know, if you've watched any footage at the Commonwealth or you watched any footage like at Lac-Saint-Anne, and I think today he's in Quebec, um, he really is solemn about this. He's taking lots of, uh, moments to pray and with the people and to share his reflections on the importance of intergenerational, uh wisdom like on the day of uh, tuesday on um, the day that he celebrated the mass at the commonwealth um he gave a beautiful homily on a homily is like a sermon Thank on you. um <laughs> i was like i yeah, don't know her, what that is I was, <laughs> <jargon I apologize. laughs> was that kind of poem or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah a sermon on um just on the importance of grandparents it was the feast of saint anne and saint joachim who are jesus's grandparents in the Catholic Church, we celebrate that as a special feast day, and um, and so he was talking about the importance of grandparents, and, you know, in the Indigenous people's tradition, uh, grandparents, especially the grandmother, as an extremely important person, and he just really edified uh, their love for their elders and their ancestors, and um, just really applauded them for for making that a big part of their culture. And it's something that I think we can all really, really uh, appreciate and learn from. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it was definitely a a huge event in Edmonton. Like you had mentioned, the Pope is in Quebec today, and this will be something that people talk about and are digesting uh, for weeks and months to come. Janelle, thank you so much for taking some time to help us get a little bit more insight on the papal visit.
1: You're so welcome. My pleasure, Holly.